This is the Texas Standard. I'm David Brown. As results poured in last night, commentators tripped over themselves. Did the race for 2020 begin yesterday? Does it begin today or has it been going on for a while now? Well, two years from now, the country will go to the polls again to elect a president, right? It's the prize both parties want desperately, of course. But what can we say, if anything, about 2020 as we look at the results of yesterday? Todd Gilman is Washington bureau chief for the Dallas Morning News. He's in Houston today where he attended last night's Ted Cruz watch party. Todd, great to have you back on the broadcast. Uh, it's good to be with you. All right. So how are things in Houston? Uh, it did. Uh, <laughs> what was your sense of what happened uh, with uh, at the Ted Cruz uh, event? And uh, uh, what do you think it says about uh, about Texas politics going forward? Well, uh, obviously, the, the, the Cruz supporters and Cruz himself and his staff were thrilled at the outcome. Um, it was a pretty close race. It was the closest victory for a Republican uh, running and winning a Senate seat in Texas, I think maybe ever, back to John Tower um, wow. in the 60s. I mean, certainly decades and much, much closer than Cruz's victory six years ago. Texas is changing. Um, and Beto O'Rourke was part of the uh, catalyzing that change. Uh, it's, it's a pretty closely divided state, but it is still a predominantly Republican conservative state, not a predominantly uh, Democrat progressive state. So, you know, clearly this, this was the place to be if you wanted to be happy as opposed to in that stadium in El Paso, mm-hmm. uh, at least as far as the outcome was concerned. I happened to be in the same hotel where the uh, where the victory party for Cruz took place, and I was down the hall from what ended up being a rather noisy and raucous <laughs> yeah. VIP after party. I bet. Yeah, I bet. But let's, let's uh, seriously look at 2020 here. What does the outcome of this election tell us, if anything, about how Texans may feel uh, two years from now, or is there any way of, of, of drawing those conclusions? Well, I, I think that it's a pretty safe bet that if in, in a year when, well, midterm elections always punish the president, it always punish the president's, uh, uh, party. So if Texas wasn't going to flip this year, it is not likely to flip in 2020. Uh, the the fans of President Trump are still out there. You know, anything could happen in politics and certainly anything can happen in the Trump White House and administration. And two years is more than an eternity in Trump world. Uh, but based on last night's results, Texas remains a Republican state in presidential elections, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. Now, is it getting closer and closer? Does it depend on who is on the ballot for the Republicans and who is on the ballot for the Democrats. Beto was the guy who brought it this close. I don't think there's any other Texas Democrat who could have this year. Uh, And it really hinges on what the lineup is in 2020. But, you know, at at this point, snapshot, uh, I I wouldn't bet that the Democrats managed to win Texas in in 2020 you know, and, and it's 38 electoral mm-hmm. votes. You know, I, I have to ask, though, about this aspect of the race. And th- there has been some divergence of opinion when it comes to just what it was that uh, uh, that might account for Beto O'Rourke's uh, showing, which was strong, even if he didn't win. Uh, remarkably so. Uh, do you run if you are a Democrat and you want to make an impact in 2020? Is the lesson that you don't play it safe like arguably Wendy Davis did in 2014, that you embrace 
uh, left-wing causes proudly, that that, uh, that you wave the flag for the more left-of-center uh, side of, of the Democratic Party, or not? Do you, do you run as a centrist? I mean, is there anything that can be divined from the way that Beto O'Rourke ran this race that might inform Democrats looking at 2020? Well, it's a really interesting question. Uh, we, we heard a lot of campaign consultants, politicians, strategists, using the phrase, the the term authenticity to talk about Beto. Um, He he was not shy about saying extremely liberal things. Um, He he wants to have uh, citizenship for illegal immigrants right away, for instance. He was not uh, out there stumping on the idea of impeaching President Trump, but he never shied away from the fact that he believed that Trump should be impeached. Um, the, these positions were, um, they were not calculated by by uh, Beto as far as I can tell. They were what he stands for. Um, but if they were calculated, um, you could say that they were calculated to gin up support by liberals and at the risk of also stirring up opposition from conservatives. So we have seen Wendy Davis and we've seen uh, other centrist Democrats running statewide in Texas and falling far short. Right. Because what Texas voters really want is an authentic uh, something. They don't want a wishy-washy. Right. So the, the young voters this year got very excited about Beto and his progressivism. But there are a ton of conservative voters who really want to stick yeah. with Ted Cruz yeah. and his conservatism. Todd, we are flat out of time. Todd Gilman, Washington Bureau Chief for the Dallas Morning News, speaking with us today from Houston. Todd, thanks as always. And you are listening to the Texas Standard.